Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shoalim Adarsh Mishmiyam. Today is the third day in our quest to learn all about the holiday of Shavuos. So right now we are going right into this Erev Shabbos. I hope that everybody is preparing for Shabbos all nice and well as we learn these Mishnayos again. We are in Pirkei Avos Perek Aleph. We are up to Mishnah Dalid, and today we are also going to do Mishnah Hey. Let's get right into it. Yosi ben Yoezer Isrida. So there were two Yosis, and Yosi ben Yoezer, and who came from Tzreda, and Yosi ben Yochanan, who again was from Yerushalayim, and they both learned from from two teachers, which is Shimon um, Shimon Hatzadik and Antigonus Ishsochel. So those two people that we referenced in the last podcast, those were these people's teachers. Yosi ben Yoezer Ish Tzreda, Omer Yosi ben Yoezer, again the one from Tzreda would say. That your house should be a house of meeting for chachamim, for, for sages, for wise people. That you should sit in the dust of your feet. Again, whatever that means, we'll get into it in a second. That you should drink their words with thirst. What do these what do these words mean? Explains Ravadi Bartanura, again, our favorite medieval commentator. He says, He says on these words, when the Chachamim wanna wanna gather and they wanna they wanna meet to talk about something, your house should be ready for this for this type of thing. That they should say that that yeah, we're gonna gather in this person's house. What's the benefit of this? That it's not possible you'll be surrounded by these people and your kids will be surrounded by these people and you won't learn some wisdom from these wise people. What's an example? What's, again, what's this like? Well, he, he gives a mashal, he gives a parable. That somebody goes into the store of a, a spice merchant. We've all been to Israel. Um, I'm sorry, I'll take that back. Those who have been to Israel know that, that when you go to Israel, there are these there are these spice vendors in the shuk, in the marketplace. And once you go in, then and there's all these spices hanging on the walls, the dried fruits, uh, in, in buckets. You have the cinnamon, you have the cumin. And then once you leave, you're going to smell like all those smells, all those all those very positive smells. So says Ravadeh Bartinu, Even if you don't buy a single thing, because you see the price and you run right out of there, in all places, you're going to leave and you're going to be smelling great because because you, you surrounded yourself with good things. That's the same thing. Even if the Chachamim aren't actively helping you with something, just their mere presence will have a positive positive impact and positive effect on you. There's a there's a picture of a meeting in an apartment. It is uh, Prime Minister Menachem Begin and then Rev Hutner, Rev Moshe Feinstein, if you search up. Uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein, Rav Hutner apartment picture. It's a fabulous picture that really illustrates that you should have wise people. Again, not just rabbis, but wise people, politicians, diplomats, but people who, who conduct their lives based off of wisdom. Uh, again, especially rabbis, but also other people. You should have them rub off of you so that you could learn from them. What does it mean to have a but sema is What does it mean to drink their words with thirst? When someone is thirsty, they grab the water and they chug it. They drink the whole thing, and and they when they finish, they go ah, it's awesome. The loke adam sam savea she katz bimizono she moes afilu bedvarim harivim betovim. Don't be like someone 
who they're already stuffed, but they know they have to drink more. So they drink it and they feel bloated and they feel terrible. They already ate a lot. Don't be like that person. Be like the person. That's why it says with thirst, drink their words. Again, not actually drink their words, but to, to really put a lot of weight in everything they say, you should, again, you the metaphorical drinking that you should doing, it should be doing drinking with an appetite. The next Mishnah, it says the following. It's Mishnah, hey, Yossi ben Yochanan, Ishu Shalayim Omer. The second Yossi says the following. Yihi beisecha pasuach l'rechava. Your house should be should be open for anybody to come in. Viu aniyim b'nei beisecha. And they sh- and the poor people should be should be the members of your household. What does that mean? Says Ravadar Bartanura. Kebeso shal Avram Avinu. Your house should be like the house of Avram Avinu. Allah v'shalom. Shahaya pasuach la'arba ruchos olam that he had he had four he had he had uh, four four doors four doors to his house so that if people were walking by they wouldn't have an excuse to to not come in and, and stop for travelers for merchants they wouldn't have an excuse not to come in and and to have him have him be hospitable for them again it shows us the the zeal in which we should try to do mitzvahs not just when mitzvahs come we should complain about them and say oh God, i really don't want to do this look at avram he really took initiative he made it so that people are forced to, to come in so that he can do kindness, so that he can do chassadim for him. Definitely, uh, definitely somewhere that we should conduct our lives. And then he says something very interesting. He says, Don't talk too much with, with women. He says, They say it, they say it about, about your wife, that you shouldn't excessively um, talk, and, and we'll explain what that means in a second. Obviously, you shouldn't do it with your friend's wife. Here's what the Chachamim say. Anytime that someone speaks way too much with a woman, they're going to cause harm for themselves. And then says something that, that Pirkei Avos is really focused on. Again, it's a waste of time where you should be learning Torah. That's really Pirkei Avos. you got to think about it. These are the sages speaking. These are people who, who prioritize the learning of Torah above everything else. But, um... They they said that if you do all these all these things, it's gonna do bad for yourself. Whatever that bad is, we'll, we'll dissect. But also, you're not gonna learn Torah. So if you're rich, Gehenim, and at the end, you're gonna you're gonna inherit Gehenim, which is interpreted as essentially bad news. So what does what does all this mean? So I th- I think this can break down. First, we have to break down the the easiest to address, which is Aishas Chavero. Obviously, it sends the wrong message to your spouse. And it sends. I mean, I can tell you from from my experience, which is that the most important thing in a marriage, the most important thing is trust. If you don't have trust in a marriage, then it's 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 nothing. You need you need to have trust you have trust with your spouse. And if the wife is running off to, to hang out with other men, or if the husband is running off to hang out with other women, again, it creates a, a feeling of untrust and uneasiness. The second thing is in, in addition People struggle to make quality time with their spouse. I actually heard a statistic last week, which is that in the secular world, so again, not in the firm world because we have Shabbos and we have more family-based lifestyle, but in the secular world, the average time that a husband and wife spend talking to each other over the course of, of, a, course of, a, of, a, of a week, a work week, Monday to Friday, is nine minutes total. So people already struggle. So crazy statistic but people already struggle to make time for their spouse so 
to make time for somebody else of the opposite gender when you should be making time to spend with your spouse, again, also probably the wrong thing to do. But what about, what about the ishto amru? Why, why should you not be talking excessively or idly, however you interpret it, with, with your wife specifically? One would think that obviously we have a mitzvah that you're supposed to, that you're supposed to, you're supposed to love your wife. You're supposed, you guys are supposed to have a healthy relationship together. Same thing with your wife. You're supposed to have a healthy relationship with your husband. So how does Ravadi Bartanua explain this? I found a source. Kisha Adam misaper le ishto karasiv. And he goes home to his wife and all he says is, Oh, this jerk at work, he's doing all these bad things to me and I don't like him and he looks funny and he talks funny. Um, so she's going she's gonna to wanna, wanna be, be on his side. She's going to say, yeah, you're right. What he's doing is terrible. You should go pick a fight with him. right? So if we're just talking idly and we're not talking for a constructive purpose, if we're just complaining, kvetching, Right there's obviously ways that you can, uh, with your spouse, talk about issues. Hey, this is a problem. Can you can you give me advice on how to fix it? But if you're just complaining and just looking for 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 sympathy, um, and and not not empathy, not not for someone to to try to help you, you're just looking for sympathy so that the person can start talking some lush and hard about the other person and say how bad it is. Again, it's a it's a high level, and that's where the chachamim are setting the bar high for us. But try to try to limit try to limit that. We want to try to, again, steer away machlokes uh, as the Jewish people. We want as little fighting as possible. And so we, we think that maybe it's not such a great idea. There's plenty of things in your life to talk about with your spouse. You can talk about good news. You can talk. You can consult about advice. You can talk about struggles. But to just go home and to, and to complain, again, for each of each other to be your, to be their their punching bag just with with complaints and everything that went wrong in the day again probably isn't such a healthy relationship so i hope that you are excited because now one day closer to the holiday of shavuos where we'll receive the torah which is again why we're learning this now because in order to receive the torah we first have to um, make ourselves aware and make ourselves humble using all these character traits and all these morals we have to make ourselves moral people before we could fully understand and grasp the torah in shavuos have a wonderful day